thinking about looking to food first as a way to heal and not looking to pharmaceuticals. Because I mean, if we're learning anything, doctors aren't prescribing kale because the kale people aren't paying them for it. Welcome to the HTW Podcast, where your hosts, Erica Huss and Zoe Sakutis, founders of Blueprint Cleanse, the iconic juice brand that sparked a multi-billion dollar category. We bootstrapped, scaled, and sold, and now we're moving on. We stepped away from the juicer and into the sound studio to talk about this rapidly evolving world of wellness. We'll sit down with wellness experts and entrepreneurs for candid conversations and tales from the trenches, how they got their start, how they turned their ailments into ideas, and what they've learned along the way. And we'll bring you news, updates, and our unsolicited opinions on everything we discover in sickness and in wealth. Located at the intersection of wellness and business, H2W is your navigator on the bumpy highway to well. I just, I have shallow in my head. I can't get rid of it. I'm on the deep end, <laughs> watch as I'm done. Oh, it was so oh good. It God. was so good. We watched, we, the, uh, the Oscars just happened. And for those of you who have not seen A Star is Born or that clip from the Oscars, right. they sing together. You're doing yourself a disservice. Oh my God. It was magic. I would like to point out, not point out, I would just like to maybe try to say it here first. That, say it here. You know, I would like to see that that relationship, you know, materialize. Mm, mm-hmm. I um, think it perhaps, maybe it has already. I think me and the entire rest of the internet and the Oscar viewing population is all in agreement on this. That Gaga is that is the, goo-goo the, for... This needs to happen. Bradley? Yes. Uh, yes. Like I, the, all will be right with the world if that relationship know, actually happens. I know. And nothing against, you know, the Arena. baby mama, but... Whatever her name is, but she's lovely. She's not going to have a problem finding someone new. No, she'll be fine. <laughs> like, we're not worried this about is like her. like once in a lifetime kind of thing. No, I mean, the way he looked at her at the end of that, I mean, come on. Because that they're good actors. Well, he's a that good actor. That was not acting. I don't think it was either. I think that was, I think that was some Italian chemistry right there. <laughs> right. He's part, he's he was Italian. like, oh, she's going to cook me pasta after we have sex. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, they had some, some nice. Chemistry and so endearing that they were both so nervous. I know. I loved that. Two like big total you know, powerhouses. Egos, great performers, actually visibly nervous. I know. Which is again why I think that it's on. It's on. I know. Let's just make it happen. Gaga has great like tattoos though, too. She's all, got a really nice. She looks stunning. She's got a great rack. <laughs> um, are you in the business of judging people's racks? Well, just in that movie, she's like a topless yes. scene where I was like, oh, she's really nice. Boobs. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really say that about people. Often. <laughs> I don't really, I don't really <laughs> note it. But I was like, okay. Oh yeah. I was like, great. Brad can't can't deny that. No, can't no. deny what's can't unsee <laughs> that. His face. <laughs> no. Anyway, um, so that was that was that. So speaking of great chemistry, speaking of great chemistry, go on. I'm listening. I mean, you know, you and me. Oh, you and me, girl. How's and you also going? have nice boobs. Oh, and I have nice boobs too. <laughs> yeah, I, I think. Um, we had we had another little experiment that went quite well. I think so. Yeah, we did a we did a quickie. We had a quickie. We had a quickie. We had a little Speaking mini of great chemistry mini sewed. Yeah, we uh, this week is like something a little different, and it's going to be just just us, just the two of us. Yeah, just we're us girls. We're like raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens. <laughs> it is. It's it's our favorite thing. Um, no, we thought <laughs> those was, are Oprah's favorite thing. That's right. This is just uh, you know. Shit we like. Yeah. Uh, shit we learned. Shit we learned. No, but I think it was... It, we kind of decided... You know, we've got like 30 episodes under our belt, which 
at this point now, like 33 or 34, which, you know, a little, little round of applause for, for us. a few months. I know. Huh? I'm pleased that we've stayed on schedule. We've actually managed to like, you know, pull this off week over week. Committed. And we thought it was a good time to take a pause and kind of reflect on some of the really great conversations we've had with our guests so far and talk about like, we've learned so much and we always talk about how we learned so much that it felt like it was appropriate to actually talk about like what we, you know, some key takeaways and like how we've, how our lives have changed since we started this podcast in terms of like practices that we now do because we learn them from conversations. Yeah. So we took a moment to reflect. We took approximately 30 minutes. (laughs) So um, it's a quick one, but it's, yeah, we just kind of go over what, what, um, what we've covered. So for me, it was like, I don't know, I talk, I, I, I learned a lot about bone broth yeah. and like a lot about um, what it can do for me and what it has done for me. Mm-hmm. And not just me, but my kids and their ailments and everything else. And you talked I spent about your time talking about my, like how, you know, chatting with um, our hormone expert, Elisa was really just a huge opportunity for me to kind of like, changed my whole... I, I had wanted to get off the pill for a long time. And that was kind of like the catalyst. And actually having that conversation made me realize how critical it really was. So that was super eye-opening. And I feel like that that episode in general, we got incredible feedback from people that had listened. I mean, like, I had no idea all of this about female hormones and yeah. even the male hormones. And so there's just some cool takeaways. Yeah. And that was such a great episode. We're actually having her back. So we're going to do another one with her. But more on that later. But yeah, I mean... Like, guess what? Like, we're actually learning. And I hope that what when we're learning, that means that people who are listening are definitely learning because I feel like we know some shit. Yeah, but I didn't know before. But I mean, like, we already knew some shit and now we even know more. I know. And we're applying it. <laughs> we're applying it, <laughs> which is even more important. Yeah. Um, so I hope you enjoy and take away something from our takeaways. Yeah. And also, if there are people or topics that you guys want to hear us talk more about, or even if you just want to share with us like something that was super meaningful that you heard, we would love that feedback, whether it's on social or on our little fancy one eight hundred number. Yeah, um, because <laughs> we never check. It's super <laughs> well, it's super helpful for us to actually understand like what's resonating with people. So. Yeah, and if something you know, if something worked that you tried, so give us a holler and enjoy the mini sode. Hey, Erica. Hi, Zoe. Since we're talking about ourselves... Yeah, my so, favorite topic. So much. <laughs> I thought it would be nice maybe to offer our listeners some perks. Yeah. I mean, we've gotten some great partners uh, kind of into the family at this point, And we felt like it was a good opportunity to share these incredible offers from all of these cool brands that we like yeah. um, and have them all live together on our partners page. And have you guys as listeners be able to get some really cool discounts and opportunities. Yeah. So while we've had some very informative takeaways that we've applied to our lives, we've also had some very practical takeaways, which in the form of like lovely discounts for lovely products. So, <laughs> um, and so we're going to pass them on to you. You could go to our partners page and you will find there all sorts of brands offering up all sorts of discounts. Like uh, what, Zoe? Like... One of my favorite foods, uh, Siete, creates like this amazing Mexican American goodies like grain free tortillas, chips, dairy free queso, hot sauces, um, and it's again so all grain free, so no corn. Um, it's all organic, non GMO. It's, it's so good, so good. Um, and we've got some offers from Nutrafol, which uh, was also a recent episode, and that is the awesome supplement that is kind of an overall multivitamin, but also has incredible benefits for your hair. 
Uh, and those are just a couple of examples. We've got a bunch of partners on that list. Bunch and of partners. All offering like super generous promotions. Yeah, I'm just gonna tease one more because it ain't Do it. cheap. Do it. And I think that's a big deterrent for a lot of people. Yeah. But the you know, the bona fide, the bone broth, it's worth every penny. And every penny that you can save on it is worth it. So you have to you have to check it out and take advantage because it's such a great product. It does such amazing things. So please visit our partnerships page and check out all of our collabs. Hi, Erica. Hi, Zoe. How are you? I'm excited. About what? Because we're not interviewing anybody today except for ourselves. Oh my gosh. I'm so nervous. Ah, I know. <laughs> like on the spot. No, I think it's it's fun. We decided that we we're going to share a little bit more, you know, about open, what we learned. Open the kimono a bit more. And uh, for anybody who's actually interested in hearing from us, that's uh, which is still the jury is out on people actually being interested in hearing from us, but I'm interested in hearing from us. Yeah, no, oh, they're interested. So, okay, so some of what we learned personally through a wellness lens, obviously, in the past, I don't know, we say just recently, yeah, like year, the last couple, yeah, six two months, years, what, a, yeah, oh, six oh, months, yes. Uh, we can't go back that far. We we to take thirty minutes here. Right, right. All right. Well, anyway. I think we always we always talk about how like we're this process of creating a podcast and having conversations with experts and entrepreneurs and cool business people has been fun, and we are really earnestly trying to kind of build it into you know our our next opportunity. But in addition to just actually creating something, we're still really we're learning a lot and we're taking, I think, meaningful stuff away from the people that we talk to, which again, totally the point of this podcast. So I feel like if we are learning stuff, then there's no way that people who are listening are not learning. No way. So I consider us pretty savvy. Yeah. All right. So what do you got? Well, I mean, I guess we can start with just like... Uh, I think we should talk about you know things that we have taken away from specific conversations with guests that we've actually incorporated into our lives because that's that's real. It is real. Yeah. I mean, that is a nice thing is that this is... Yes. It's not just about hearing the journey of the business being built. It's more often than not, we're talking with experts and, and we go deep on some subjects. And uh, a few of the subjects that we've gone deep on have really resonated. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we got so much feedback and response on the episode that we did with Elisa Vitti, yeah, the hormone whisperer, and she is she's got so much info. I know, so much information. Such a great story, such a wonderful person, and just her energy is so great. And obviously, anybody who has listened to that episode, her like literally just crack into my brain and break it open and leave me sobbing on the floor because yeah in that i mean i knew all along that uh you know my experience in being on the pill was definitely like it needed to come to an end but i actually my eyes were just opened so much more because how long have you been on the pill since i was 14 okay and just just like 20 years to re- yeah just you know just right. like all rounded down just, yeah just <laughs> For a long 15 time. years or so. Long time. A really long time. Definitely more than half my life. And that is disturbing in itself just to think about like being on any type of medication that is not actually addressing a medical need in a in, in the same way that, you know, we were talking about like so like life-threatening illnesses that require medication. It was addressing a need. I was put on the pill at 14, not because I was having sex, but because 
I had terrible periods. And the conversation with Elisa really just opened my eyes to how much, in addition to just feeling like I didn't want to be on something that was regulating me to such a specific degree and having any kind of like hormonal interference with my body's natural rhythm, but the impact that it was having outside of just my, you know, my reproductive system and like just hearing from her and learning that was really all of the motivation that I needed to actually just, I mean, it was probably two weeks later that I was like, this is my last pill. I am done. We're going to figure this out in a different way, whatever it needs to be. And I mean, it's now been a couple of months since then. And I can't even tell you the difference that I feel. Just, I feel clear headed. And I, well, I can tell you that you, you know, what do you, what do you see? What do you got? (laughs) Some behavioral changes that I've noticed. Are you being serious? No, I'm kidding. No. Okay. Well, I've noticed them. So that's, that's enough for me. And, you know, I mean, the conversation around birth control is definitely, it's, it's a personal decision and everybody needs to make that decision for themselves. But I am definitely so much happier to be artificial hormone free. Yeah. Um, and, you know, as far as like, we're, we're not having children. That's never been part of the plan. It's not anything that my husband or I are, I are, I am not interested, nor is my husband. Um, so we are figuring out what we're going to do going forward in terms of like birth control, because obviously that's a serious conversation, but it's definitely not going to involve hormones. And but I'm you just, guys are having sex. So. Just a little, you know. Yeah. Which it's it's all it's all good. We have uh, we have very open dialogue about it. We have very I think healthy sexual life together, um, which will continue and it will continue without a little pill every day, which makes me super happy. Yeah, she was so good because she, well, obviously because she made such a difference for you because yeah. you've gone off the pill. You had a pretty in-depth conversation with your doctor about it and like Ugh. planning and the strategy to like, how do we do this? Like, let's do this step by, you know, let's walk through it. Yeah. And, you know, your doctor, I remember she was just like, after, you know, you went off and then you didn't just like automatically go right back to this like perfect 30-day right. um, schedule. She was just like... My doctor oh, actually... Let's put you back on. I was so not... Yes, I thank you for reminding me. So Elisa obviously was my resource and my go-to. And then I had a conversation with my physician who is much more in the integrative and holistic camp. Um, you know, Functional medicine is her area of expertise. But then I actually had to go to my gynecologist and have this conversation and talk about you know, an IUD or other forms of birth control. And she was phenomenally unhelpful in this conversation. I was shocked at how unsupportive she was when it came down to it. Like She was like, yes, you can totally go off the pill. We'll see how you do. And so what happened was a, a month went by and I, you know, I expected nothing less than that I was going to at least have an irregularly scheduled period. So I skipped a month and, you know, didn't really bat an eye because it just didn't I didn't think that was because a big deal. Because that's not abnormal. It's I no know. cause for alarm. You've been on it for 20, 30 Tw- years. Something crazy. Years. Yeah. Not not quite 30. Sorry. Let's, you're yeah. not 60. <laughs> so let's take it down a notch. But no, I, I emailed my doctor just to kind of check in and say like, hey, what do you have an update on like the IUD conversation we were talking about? And by the way, you know, I should have gotten my period a couple of weeks ago. So, and I know I'm not pregnant. I took a test. So I'm a couple of weeks late or, you know, technically, I guess six weeks late because it had been one full cycle and then two weeks. Um, and I know that's totally normal. So blah, 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 sign off the email. And she came back and she was like, that is not normal. And proceeded to like give me all of the reasons why I was at risk and how we were not going to talk about it. It was like, it was like talking to somebody from the dark ages. It was so upsetting. It was just such a total turnaround from like, sure, let's see how it goes. Right. Like, forget it. Go back on. I give up. 
Right. <laughs> so like, and so good for you for just saying like, you know what? You just, you sit just back stay there over there, minute, lady, lady. And like, let's just give this a little bit more time. Ugh. Sometimes you just have to follow your gut. Yes. And that was a clear case of like needing to listen to yourself because obviously your period then happened. Well, like, and guess what happened? It came two weeks later to the day. Yeah. So I legitimately skipped one month exactly. And you yeah. know what? A month later, it came again to the day. Yeah. So there you go. Honestly, Western medicine in that conversation had absolutely no place. There was uh, so oh, upsetting. It was so upsetting. She was phenomenally unsupportive. And it was all over emails. Like, can we just have a conversation so you can see how like off base you are with just escalating this level of worry? Yeah. So all things said, like Elisa Vitti, she really that episode had such a profound impact on me. And I'm so grateful that we had that conversation. Yeah. And I felt really good about having... Sitting back and laughing. <laughs> I was like, well, no. I mean, I like I I was on the pill for a whole hour, five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... No, I was on twice in my life. The first time when I was 16, 17 or 17, I guess, for like a year and then not for a year. And then I was in like a lot, you know, in like this relationship when I was like 19 and then was on it for another year. And then literally was just like, this just feels totally whack to me. I don't... Why am I taking... I'm not, Why am I taking this pill every damn day? This does not seem natural or like yeah. it's going to help me down the road. And I just like did not... I mean, just for that reason alone, I was like, I just... I can't do it. I can't take a pill every day for like... That's going to mess with my hormones. I know. I mean, I was so scared to go off of it for so long because like I said, I just remember how horrible my periods were when I was a kid, like when I was in high school, like I would have to stay home from school because I was in so much pain and the flow, it was just like everything was so unpleasant and uncomfortable and miserable. And I didn't want to have to deal with that again. And it's still early. Like those things could certainly happen, but I'm prepared for them. And I feel like I've taken all of the necessary dietary steps and supplements and things to really set myself up to not go back to that. And yeah, I mean, what you're saying, like, it's just, it's not... Yeah, there's something when you're instinctually just like, this doesn't feel right. Yeah. I think you have to respect that and, and follow it. Yeah. Till it leads you somewhere else. Yeah, or at least try. But, so. Yeah, but good on it. So Elise, Elise Vitti was so amazing. We're going to have her back actually yes. and do a longer, not a longer episode, another episode that's a little bit more dialed into, um, we were thinking maybe... Perimenopause. Perimenopause, menopause. Where we all are. Which is where you are, by the way, if you're like 35. Right. It's early. It's, it's just people crazy. hate that word. I know, which well, is we have to come up with the sexier name for it. But lady anyway, pause? she's going to... No, yeah, lady <laughs> pause. I'm just like holding my hands up. <laughs> I'm well, a lady pause say, right now. <laughs> she did say that you are supposed to be having like a sexual revolution during that time. So <laughs> lady pause. <laughs> I like it. I, I like, like it we too. Need to go. All right. Hashtag lady pause. Um... <laughs> But if there's something else that you guys want us to focus on, let us know. And I guess we're going to have to call this episode Lady Learnings because I'm going to yeah. talk about my lady learning Let's talk too. About what did your lady learn? Oh, well, it just so happened, uh, you know, that I learned something while I was giving birth. Oh. <laughs> it doesn't get You're more... like, hold on, teachable moment. Okay, no push. <laughs> hold on, guys. <laughs> No, yeah, it doesn't get any more lady than just going right to the right to the birth canal. Let's get there. <laughs> what do you got? Well, What's in I, there? I, um, you know, I'm a veg. I'm a vegetarian. I have a pescatarian. When right? you say veg in the uh, same sentence very as birth than, canal, yeah, <laughs> yeah, to veg. Just clarify. And I have to really enunciate here. Pescatarian. I ate some fish. Okay, so but that is definitely starting to skeep me out too. Yeah. Anyway, so I have been a vegetarian for as long as you've been on birth control. 
which is crazy. I haven't really tallied it up for a while, but but I recently had two children, not at the same time, um, but they're very young. And uh, I had a wonderful doula who was just, she insisted that I drink bone broth, like during the time of pregnancy, et cetera. And I was a little like hesitant, you know, definitely was... Uh, how did she present this to you? So, I mean, did Very she, she obviously knew what she was getting into and having this conversation with somebody who hasn't touched meat in decades. I was like, listen, let me tell you where I started. Raw food. Right. And then I was like, okay, I'll do some, I'll be vegan. And I was like, okay. Yeah, cheese is good. I'll, I was like, damn you, dairy. <laughs> <laughs> damn you, raw goat cheese. Ah. And so it was finding that nice balance where I think I am now. But she just didn't convince me. I mean, I guess I just like, you kind of know at a certain point. I mean, listen, like we've come a long way in the past 20 years in terms of like understanding vegetarianism and like the benefits of eating this way versus that way and fish and not fish and limiting dairy, et cetera. But um, bone broth was truly like something unique that I hadn't considered. Mm -hmm. Um, It was fairly recently. And I was really just hesitant because I don't, you know, I don't want to taste meat. It wasn't really like an ethical reason. I wasn't like, you know, don't kill the animals <laughs> in your leather jacket. Right. Listen, I have a shirling coat. Because, yeah. you know, leather. <laughs> how can you ever give up leather? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we just lost we're just half, losing we, all of our PETA audience. Half oh, our audience. Sorry. Kidding, guys. Kidding. Uh, but, okay. Anyway, my point is I was, I was giving birth. She was basically like, you know, she just had this like earth mother like, Thing about her, she could have sold you a bridge for dollars. She yeah. just kind of looked at me with those eyes that was like, "Don't worry, you're gonna get it. You're gonna understand soon." Like she was just very knowing, and she's like, "You're gonna lose so much blood. Sorry to gross you out, but like you're gonna lose so much blood, and you have to build it back up. And this is like the best way to do that. Like short of, or maybe in addition to taking like Chinese herbs. So, but like, even during your pregnancy, she was advocating, like not just in preparation for after, or was it primarily? Oh yeah, for but after? it was like at the very minimum. Like, you have to do it, like, while you're in labor. Right. So I was like, okay, fine. She's like, I'm going to make it for you. She was so, oh my God, um, she really made it. She made she it. She boiled the bones. She boiled the girl for like, 12, you know, minimum of 18, 18 hours. 18 hours. That's what we learned. And so, um, and so she was like, I'm going to mask it. I'm going to mask it. It's not going to taste gamey. I'm going to mask it with like mushrooms and like some herbs. Coconut. It was so good. Mm, oh my so God. Good. Literally, I'm like in the, like, delivering, you know, I she's like hand feeding me, uh, you know, coconut water and then bone broth and then coconut water and then bone broth. And it was just like this, the most nourishing, nurturing moment I've ever had in my life where I really felt so taken care of yeah. in every way. Yeah. And as she promised, I did lose a ton of like, it's just, yeah. you just, I'm sorry to gross you out, but no, like, okay, let's have it. People never talk about it, but no, it's an, it's an, it, nothing went wrong. Right. Like there was no, it was a total, right. like easy. best case scenario, you're going to bleed like a, <laughs> you're going to bleed like a, it's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. And it, and it oh. happens for like weeks. <sighs> and so I drank, so that was it for me. I was like, I've, that's it. I see the difference. It was like, I sucked it down. Like I had never, like I was, hadn't had water in like weeks. Yeah. And then fast forward a little bit, you know, learning a little bit more about bone broth and like the benefits and just feeling it for myself. I started to give it to my children, which is another amazing thing that you can do 
And I do it in the form of just like cooking their... It's like a sneak attack. It's a sneak attack. Yeah. yeah, Because they're not going to go for it. Like even though they do eat meat... They don't eat soup. On a little... Like toddlers don't eat sip soup. Yeah, you know, no. they just don't. Um, maybe in maybe in the UK. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're doing <laughs> Prince William is totally kicking back with some consomme right now. Listen, I'm pretty sure baby <laughs> Veronica, what's her name? <laughs> Ever. All those royals. What's his name? It's not even William. What's that kid's name? I don't George. know. George. But there's gotta be a book called Royal Toddlers Drink Soup. <laughs> the Royal Soup. Yes. Um, but anyway, so I was like, I'm just gonna put like so when I cook there pasta or like rice or potatoes or anything. I just, instead of using water, I just use bone broth. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. And then because you're, you're giving them so much nourishment for their gut. Yeah. So like the gut health piece of yeah. bone broth huge. is just like, it's huge. It blew my mind. And the episode that we did with Sharon from Bonafide, bone broth, yeah, just confirmed everything. Yeah, it totally. was just like her son, you know, had so she created this brand because her son had all these health issues growing up, a lot of like sinus issues and and respiratory issues. And she basically said no to everything Western at a certain point. She threw her hands up in the air and was just like, I'm taking this shit in my own hands. Like, I'm going to figure this out. And she literally cracked the code. Yeah. And it was a thousand percent, I'm going to say, oh, I hate God. it when I say that, a thousand percent bone broth. And it was all a gut healing strategy using bone broth. Mm-hmm. And it worked. And so, I, I mean, that episode was so valuable to me because it was just like, not for just me personally, but like thinking about kids and like thinking about these young bellies that yeah. are, they're not getting the same type of, you know, they're just not going to eat the same foods that we eat. They're not going to eat like sauerkraut and they're right. not going to take their probiotics every day. And and they're still actually building that colony of bacteria in their systems. They really need the help. Right. And so it was like, okay, well, one of my... One of my kids was C-section, so he didn't get that like good bacteria on right. the way out, right. you know, which is like a big part of building your your microbiome. And so, yeah, I mean, I want I'm just being super like conscious of the fact that there's like I don't know, I've I've turned them into my little like experiment. Why like, not? This they're there, one, yeah, they're not earning their keep. Like this one was C-section, and this one was vaginal birth. <laughs> Let's see who's got the stronger microbiome. <laughs> but no, so I've been just really aware that there needs to be extra, there needs to be supplementation there. Yeah. And if you could do it in the form of bone broth, it's just like, it's like magic. Yeah. No, I had, I mean, a couple of friends that called me after they heard that episode. They're like, oh, I never really thought about that before specific to their kids. And now they're also doing it. They're cooking grains in it. They're sauteing veggies in it. They're doing all of these little tricks and hacks so that, I mean, I'm happy to just like sit down and sip on a cup of it. Oh yeah. Um, in the afternoon or whatever. But yeah, I totally get it just makes such a huge difference. Or even like we had some vegetable soup today and that was made with water, but you throw some broth in there and it just makes it that much richer and and you get you're adding the protein. It's good stuff. It's so good. I mean, there's so many other benefits to bone broth, like you know, the collagen and yeah. all the other beauty, whatever. There's Hair's so many things, but but I will say that the gut, the gut piece is real and it's real valuable. Yeah. So and I think, yeah. I think that something that has certainly been a recurring theme in in a lot of these conversations is this concept of food as medicine, which again, very simple in its in its uh, in its definition and in its people understand what it is. But I think that really just thinking about it in in a more I'm not being eloquent about this, but to be thoughtful about food as medicine, right? And I think we learned that from 
even like Will Cole talking about ketotarian and there are absolutely benefits to a specific definitely like depending on what you're bringing to the table in terms of disease or you know the lifestyle that has led you to being overweight or having issues with sugar thinking about you know looking to food first as a way to heal and not looking to pharmaceuticals because i mean if we're learning anything that this, this industry is just so corrupt and it's so fucked up and like doctors aren't prescribing kale because the kale people aren't paying them for it so we have to go to, you know, we have to go back to the source. We have to go to the practitioners, you know, like Will Cole, for example, or like the the team of people that you and, and Dr. I, Dr. Morrison. Yeah, or, yeah. There's so many. There, there are there are doctors out there and experts who are more than help, happy to guide you through this sort of more natural approach. But you know, it's also easier said than done. There are a lot of people who are struggling with real chronic sure. illness that is that is painful, you know. Yeah. And I get it. I feel like I feel for you because that is. That is relentless and it's every day. And when you're just trying to have some quality of life and manage symptoms, yeah, there's like only so much you can take. But it doesn't mean that you have to go one way or the other. You can right. do like a two-pronged approach. Totally. You can still manage you can your have symptoms. as many prongs as you want. And then, yeah, ha- prong it up. Prong it up. Um, but there's, there's, um, there's a way to transition, you know, gently, I think, if you start to slowly incorporate some of these things. Yeah. So another takeaway that I had was our conversation with Robin Uchilis. Uh, she's a big advocate of fermented foods, right? She's all about like belly health and her her concept is thin from within. And she was just... I mean, it's such a simple thing of like, just try eating a little bit of fermented food before every meal because it acts as like the prebiotic, probiotic, sort of creating the environment in your gut before even It's like eating, the lube. Like, huh? It's like lube. It's like... Oh, lube. Yes. It's like lube. It's like lube for your gut. Totally. Let's, yeah. let's coin that. Um, but ever since we sat down with her, I have like... I mean, and I love, I love fermented foods anyway. I love kimchi. I love sauerkraut. Um, and I have a jar in my fridge. And when I'm at home, obviously, I'm not taking it with me out, you know, if I'm going out to a restaurant. But before, please don't take a jar. Please do not take a jar of cabbage. Fermented fart juice with you to a fancy restaurant. But when I'm at home, yeah. um, before I have anything else, uh, before I eat lunch, before I eat dinner, like on a you know relatively empty stomach, I don't do it first thing in the morning. But um, before lunch and dinner, I have just like a spoonful of sauerkraut. And but first, but we first, ferment. <laughs> but first we toot. Uh, but it's not even tooting. It's just like, no, it's, it's tasty and it's sour and salty and it's delicious. And it, that feels to me like such an easy thing to do. Yeah. It is pretty easy to yeah. do that. Yeah, we've had some lady learnings. I mean, the the tooting is not so ladylike, but you know the other stuff <laughs> <laughs> that has to do with like vaginas and cycles. Totally. Yeah, but we've learned from some men. Yeah, that we've learned from some very very smart men. No, well, we've had we've got a lot, you know. But we'll we'll leave it at that. But we just wanted to share some, uh, you know, we just wanted to share some takeaways and and how these little gems have affected us personally. Yeah. There's really some actual pearls of wisdom in yeah. this crazy necklace of information. Yeah. Like my metaphor, I'm just going to stay with it. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like, God, thank God we ha- we've had access to this. I know. I'm very grateful. I know. Because if I didn't have gratitude. Oh, hashtag gratitude. Oh, God. All right. Well, if you guys have any interesting stories that you want to share with us, yeah, totally. please do. I want to hear how, you know, you used 
bone broth in the delivery room. Yeah. And I want to hear about people who are having challenges with their own, um, you know, hormone issues and conversation around the pill because I'm very happy to get up on my juice box and talk about that. Yeah. On your pill box. On my pill box. Exactly. Yeah. Which is now empty. So, yeah. And by the way, I still am vegetarian, pescatarian. I don't, I still don't eat meat, but I no drink bone broth. No one is accusing you otherwise. No, I don't. And it's okay if you do. Obviously, cook a lot of meat for my kids, but I don't eat it. Yeah. But I'm just saying like the palate wise, like it's yeah. too, you know, you can, it is very you different. can have bone broth and, and eat it too. Be a vegetarian. <laughs> there is technically no meat on the bone, it's just the bone. Right. Yeah. You Unless you have ethical like, exactly. reasons. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it. So hopefully it was like some interesting little takeaways. It's sort of a Cliff Notes version of a handful of our episodes. Yeah. And if there's any specific topics that you want us to like dig deeper on and have people back or just, you know, ask questions on specific topics and we can find an expert, that would be, that would be cool too. Just DM. Just DM, DM us. us. Just slide, in our tru- slide into our DMs. Oh, you like that? There is so it's much. It's in a pro pro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay. See so you later. Later. Thanks for listening to HTW. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and make sure and rate us on iTunes. You can even give us five whole stars if you think we deserve it. If you have ideas for guests or topics, you can call our 1-800 number. Yes, we have a 1-800 number at 800-674-1839 or holler at us on social at HTW Podcast. You can also head to our website at hgwpodcast.com for more episode info and check out our Daily Blend blog to see what we're drinking.